What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Sauce. How you going, buddy? You good? good, mate. Good evening, as James says in the comments. Good evening, James, to you. I'm good. James is good. Um, it's been a big week in sport. Uh, let me just say our tipping has gone down the absolute gargler this week. It's terrible, both of us. Terrible. We'll shit. talk about that when we get to it. It's very shit. Um, yep. Um, there's one team in particular that's in a lot of strife, a lot of strife. And um, I mean, Greece. they are, they are 0 and 3, but the first ever premiership side to start 0 and 3 to the following season. Yeah, they're, ever. they're struggling. Well, I mean, you don't want that against your record, surely. They are in a lot of trouble, not playing the best of football, are the Geelong Cats. Um, but other than that, it's been well. The ankle's coming along, flying along, Domo. You'd be happy. No, to you're not in the bed, at least. Along. I'm not in the bed, back upstairs. I can walk up and down. I actually hit my first rehab session today, so I'll tell you it's a bit sore. It's a bit sore. But yeah, got the rehab session through and look forward to getting back out there and putting up some some jumpers on a Monday night. Um, But big week. I look forward to USC because it's an absolute belter of a card, an absolute belter, and I'm uh, pumped to preview that one for sure. Definitely. A bit in the hobby talk as well. Uh, There's a bit happening in the hobby just in general. Uh, if you haven't already and you've been living under a rock, we did interview Dan the Carman, which was a lot of fun. He's a great guy and uh, just a bit of insight into some of the stuff we've covered in recent weeks, um, but also um, just covering some of the lemons and just a, an update. Uh, the great Lamont has blocked us, so add him to the list with sack cards and PWCC source and card porn, so it's up to four now. It's growing. The other three, they're good sports at the moment. Sports Card Plaza has actually followed us, so good on him for being a good sport. Good on you, Josh. Yeah, but the rest of them are all uh, all good, except for the great Lamont. He's uh, obviously the ringleader of the uh, the hobby Lamont tree, and uh, you know, when the going gets tough, you just block people. So anyway, uh, Adam, evening. Uh, we will start with AFL though. And we'll get there. As Saucy mentioned, there's been some interesting results, starting with uh, Thursday night football last week. And the Doggies got the job done over the Lions. And uh, I think it's safe to say we were surprised with this one, but just also surprising the inconsistencies with Brisbane. And mind you, the, the quality of football was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I will say I'll, I'll learn two things in this game. Brisbane Lions will not win the premiership. I can say that with, um, you know, 100% confidence. And I'll tell you right now, we're three games in. And I'm, look, if they go on to prove me wrong, so be it. They prove me wrong. But I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they will not win the AFL premiership this season. And the Doggies, 
you don't know what you're going to get them on get from them on any given week. Um, so you know, I don't believe that they're, they're going to be any side of threat to the premiership this season. Um, but it was a must-win game for them, and I did mention last week I would not be surprised if they did come out and actually get a win against Brisbane because we've seen this before with Brisbane when they go away from home against teams that they should beat. Uh, you know, albeit that they are one of the top five favorites for the flag by the bookies this season. I mean, if you're a flag, you know, in that top potential four uh, spot, you're going to be beating these teams away from home, uh, especially the doggies. They're down, they're struggling, um, and they just got outworked and out hustled by the doggies. And and I mean, they allowed Jamara to have an absolute, uh, you know, cracker of a game. Uh, he stepped up, and uh, you know, good for the lad. Uh, after a tough week, uh, obviously, what happened 100%. the previous week, and uh, I mean, he he marked it with the with the Nicky Wimmer signature, uh, pointing to the skin. So uh, very proud of his uh, heritage, as he should be, uh, because uh, you know, as he should be. I'm not saying anything else other than that. But it was good to see, and uh, he spoke very well after the game. And it was good to see that the the club got around him in, in a tough situation because you don't want to see that rubbish. Uh, and we, nah, as we say, all, unfortunately, not anywhere to it, be honest. It, it, unfortunately, it still happens. Um, and there's always lemons out there, Doma, and the lemon tree keeps growing. That's why we give them out on this show because there is lemons left, right, and center. We've got another one this week. Oh, we've got a nice big one too. Uh, the next game on the Friday night was uh, the Pies versus the Tigers, and I learned one thing in this game, Source. One thing. I don't care if you're a Richmond supporter and you're going to say, we got injuries, we had this, we had that. You know, oh, Collingwood should have beaten us by more. Yeah, they should have. But you know what? They left you in the game and they played shit for Collingwood standards. And their shit is still amazing. They played terrible, but because they kicked inaccurately, that's why they won by 14 points. If they played terrible and it was 15-8 instead of 8-15, it would have been a bloodbath. They didn't even play great football. They struggled. They are just turning the ball over nonstop. I understand the conditions were tough. I get that. The other thing is, Scott Pendlebury, take a bow. Did you see the goal he scored, Sauce? Oh, it was a cracker. It was a cracker. It made it look like he was, uh, he was bloody 23 oh. years old, the, 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 the step on him. Oh, the and then, of course... Nick Dacos got into little Morris Rioli, mate. And then we saw from behind, once he got into Morris Rioli, there's only one man and one man only that's going to come get you from behind. And that was the dirtiest player in the game. He, uh, Vic Tommy Lynch is coming with the uh, that's a moral. With low blow. I'm surprised that's a moral. Low blow. Turn around, give him the eye What are we, we calling the dirtiest off? player in the game, mate? That's exactly why. I'm telling you, mate. But I don't, you know what? Tom Lynch, he was sticking up for his uh for his teammate, but it was just funny. Just to see him in the mix. And I, I was just pissing myself. The dirtiest player in the game. But they got the job done by 14. They obviously have no how, no Cox. They lost uh Darcy Cameron in this one as well. They think they're thinking of playing McStay in the in the ruck. Yeah, they this have week. to. They got no rucks. They got no rucks. Krug is still injured. Like they got no rucks or so McStay is gonna go in there. So this will be a big test for the Pies now. You know what I mean? Um, they've, they've copped a key, well, injury to key players. But in saying that, Source, the Tigers won the flag with uh, Shawnee Grigg playing in the ruck. <laughs> so exactly right. yeah. anything yeah. can happen. Anything can happen. 
So, and you can best bet on this show because the pies haven't let us down for the first three weeks. We're probably going to tip them again. They were my red hot favorite tip last year, Sauce. Remember when they won ten straight and I tipped them every week? You just kept you just kept tipping them. Yeah, I remember. Kept tipping them. I believed in them. So they're my hot tip on on the double coverage podcast. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, Saturday, uh, the first game up was my my mob, and they got done against the Hawks in Tassie, uh, 11-14-80 to 9-7-61. No Simpkin, LDU was a laid out in this one. That is still no excuse to lose to Hawthorne, in my opinion. Um, yeah, we just we just got beaten. It's plain and simple, we got beaten. Uh, we mounted a massive comeback, but you know when you give teams five goal head starts, six goal head start source, like we're not the pies. Oh, where mate, they just I, come I, roaring back. I know, so, mate, and that happened. The same thing happened to the Dons, mate, against St Kilda. Gave them a five five goal. I think they had scored us five goals four in the first quarter, and uh, it was just insurmountable. We got it back, and yeah. uh, we couldn't we couldn't overcome of it. And yeah, you know, it's disappointing, you know, that you give that head start, and it's always difficult. It's always difficult to come back from that head start. And good news for North fans this week against uh, going into the Collingwood uh, game for uh, Good Friday appeal. <laughs> We've got Simpkin back, Sauce. Uh, he he versus Collingwood. Carlton. No, Carlton. Carlton. I said Carlton. Carlton. Sorry. I'm sure I've seen the Carlton. Apologies. Apologies. Against Carlton. We've got Simpkin back. We're losing Griffin Logue, Sauce. And. The sad thing is, LDU's not going to play again. Oh, no. Is we're McCoy not back? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. When the LD Sue is not playing, you can't win. As yeah. simple as that. He's the barometer, that is, isn't he? He's the barometer. Well, we yeah, him and Simkin, our two best clearance players, out doesn't help. But, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, we bounce back. But you know what? North's already overachieved source. They've won two games this season, so <laughs> I'm celebrating. Yeah, no, and, we're, and we're on top of the we're on top of the cats. So I can't complain, can no, I? You can't complain. You can't complain. Yeah, can't complain at all. Next up, we had uh, the Blues defeating the Giants uh, by ten points. It was nine ten to nine twenty. They keep twenty behind the Blues. Controversial descent. By Canelio, effectively soft. costing them the game. Yeah, soft. Uh, in the last quarter, literally, it was a free kick to goal and put them up by 10 points. And that was the final margin in the end. So anything could have gone, it could have gone either way, people saying, but it is what it is. Uh, Giants get done. Saucy got that tip. I made up a tip on Sauce because I went the Saints and everyone bagged the shit out of me last week when I went the Saints and I nailed it. They got the job done. Uh, against the Bombers and your thoughts on this one, Sauce. Are the, are the Saints the real deal? Uh, look, the Saints are a well-coached side, and that's because Ross Lyon is a good coach, and that's why I said I would have liked Ross Lyon at, at, at SM because he's able to get results. Um, and I feel like, you know, like I, I was confident going to that game, and you have a look at their outs, but it just goes to show that a good coach with a good system can get your results, no matter the, the cattle that's out there, they'll make it happen. And all this bullshit that all these coaches say that you need more than one offseason to put a game plan in the in, in place that can get your results, well, that's rubbish, mate. Because Ross Lyon's come in in one offseason to put in a game plan that makes them very, very hard 
tough to score against. And their intensity and pressure was good from the beginning and Essendon's was lackluster. We let them chip market too much in the first quarter. Kept bombing it long straight on Wilkie's head. I think he had five marks just in the first quarter alone. Uh, you know, in our 50. And when you intercept mark, uh, turn it over like that, once we turned it over and they got that intercept mark, they rebound back the other that way. They worked so hard and outworked Essendon. That's why they were able to get that five-goal lead. Um, and then it was just insurmountable. I mean, we got it back. And then in that moment, we got it back. What's what's inexcusable for Essendon? And, you know, Essendon supporters should be rope all about. We let him kick five goals in a row at the in the first quarter. And then when we got it back to even, we let him kick fucking five goals, goals in a row to extend the lead again. I mean, after they kick two, you've got to have your leaders got to go in there. This is what I'm saying. No offense to our midfielders that we currently have, but mate, that's where your midfielders have to go into that center clearance. And you've got to know that they're not going to lose that one. Mate, you look at the great teams of the past. Look at the, you know, 2000, you know, uh, the, the three-time premiership uh, Brisbane Lions. You knew that when fucking the time going was get tough, Voss was going in there, Black was going in there, Ackermanis was going in there, and that you muted. Oh no. On his rant too. That ball was going out going forward in Brisbane's direction. Right? So, it's just not good enough. Just not good enough. Uh we were soft at times. Redmond had an absolute dog of a day. Um, you know, everyone online is giving Heppel a whack, so I won't, you know, so I will say he's past his best and you know, he's been a great servant of the club. And probably it is time when we do get some other guys back a bit fitter, he probably will, you know, probably lose his spot. And I think that's half the reason why they did take the captaincy off him, because I felt like they needed to drop him last year and you can't sort of drop your captain. It sort of goes against everything of you know giving your captain the captain. Um, so look. It's going to be tough for Essendon fans. I mean, and I, I actually, if you have a look at our next five games, we, we might not win a game for the next five. I actually see that as a possibility. Um, so there's some tough games there. I just, I, I, look, it's going to be tough uh, because that was just signs of we don't work hard enough. We, you know, it's all good when, when we've got the ball going forward. We like to work, you know, forward and, and, and we've been getting the ball forward. Yeah, we got the ball forward and bombed it in. We lacked a contest. Wiedemann was soft as butter. Uh, we do miss Big Peter right down there. It gives us more of a contest. But, um, look, it is what it is. Saints beat us. Uh, well done to the Saints. I still think he's a fucking shit. Um, and you aren't going to do anything this year, even though you are 3-0. and um, But it is what it is. Done. All right, next one up, Source. 31-point uh, winners. Maybe Port Adelaide is no good. They got done by the Crows. I, I was surprised. They lose 86 to 117, 31-point belting. They just turned it on in the second half, and they put on a clinic, the Crows. Got the job done in the showdown. You got the stats Ra- there? Isaac Ranking dominated this one. Let's go to the match center. Let's have a look. Let's open it up, Source. Let's go a bit more I want to see with Shelly's stats. I think he had a game. He had a great game, didn't he? Mate, you can even get – oh, that's a fixture. Where's – I just want the stats, mate. Where's the breakdown? Here, the breakdowns. Sorry, I didn't catch this one, but I heard it. someone told me Rochelle had an absolute cracker of a game. Did he kick a few oh. goals? Did he? He kicked one goal. How did it? He was by the end of it, he was just couldn't run anymore. Was that... Player stats. Let's go. Got 18. 18. Not bad. One goal. We'll take that. Who kicked the who kicked the bag? Riley Thilthorpe? Th- yeah, goals? Thilthorpe. You take that. Yeah. Rankine, yeah, four Connor. goals. Uh, Laird had 26, Sloan 22, Mitch Inge played very well. Yeah, Rochelle, 
Good game, uh, 1786. Well. High scoring. It's what you want to see in a showdown. They just smash them. They smash them after half time. Pretenders, it was just mate. The... pretenders, mate. Pretenders. Yeah, they're no good. They're actually no good. They just can't play together. It's unbelievable. Anyway, so they get the job done there. Then uh bit it's of a shock season, source so on. So there's gonna be time. There's gonna look, you don't know. We we don't know. There's gonna be we always said there's gonna be a team that steps out and you know does something a bit you know, out of the ordinary, which people weren't expecting uh, at the beginning oh, could, of the season. That, could there be always Saint, is. that actually could be St. Kilda at the moment. Could be. Because well, it could, is. At the moment, it could be. Uh, yeah. But Sunday, you know, just beating it's up so on the team now that they're <laughs> now, when they're down. And that's the Suns uh, with a Malcolm Blight-type goal oh, from that was, that was Lukosius. 70-meter ball. punt, 73-meter source. Is that was it measured, was it? 73 meters. He banged it from. Unbelievable. Uh, they get the job done against the reigning Premier, 73 to 54. And Don't talk to me victory. about it, Dommer. I'm not happy about it. Oh, I'm mate. You it. had everything on this one. Dirty we had off day. the grid. We, we had uh, the OzGP going and Saucy had this running in the background and he wasn't happy. Yeah. I'm not the happy. Cats. There's a bit of a steer clear, I think, at the moment. Uh, Dangerfield. Captain. Nine possessions, I think, in the first quarter, and then had ten for the rest of the game. So it was uh, it went a bit missing. Uh, then we had the D's that back up from last week's uh, terrible performance, beating the Swans by fifty uh, in a demolition job. And then the last game was Fremantle demolishing West Coast, who had that many injuries. In this game, it was ridiculous. And big injuries, too. Cripps is out for pretty much the whole season. McGovern's out for six weeks. They lost Shuey for a couple of weeks in this as well. Um, who else went down? There was another one or another two. I think uh, Flying Ryan as well, Source. He picked up an injury in this. So the whole team pretty much went down. So the, they're going to they're gonna struggle. Uh, our tips... Do we want to go through it? It was no. We just we got source. we got three apiece. Three absolutely piece. shocking. All right, let's move yeah. on to the, let's move on to this week. That's unfortunate for West Coast. I feel like you know they probably would have kept it closer should they not have got three major injuries in the game. I mean, anyone gets three injuries in a game, that's going to be tough. Exactly. Matty Tabe said he tipped seven out of nine and picked the first game margin last week. You kidding? Unreal. Well done. Uh, this week's game source. Let's get our tips, and it starts with Thursday night football: Brisbane versus Collingwood at the Gabba. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm telling you, Doma. This is this is the type of game. I mean, they don't have a ruckman, so it's going to be tough in that middle. But this is the type of game that Brisbane, even though they played terribly last week, they'll come out and they'll play good against the Pies. You're in hot form, and they'll win the game. So I'm going to tip the I'm going to tip the Lions. This is a type of game I'm where not, they play good. They're on their home deck, and I they know, go, oh, we, "We've got the confidence." I'm, I'm, so I'm going to tip the lines. I'm, I'm sticking I'm with the pies. They just got all the belief. Good Friday game. Uh, we have <laughs> North against the Blues. Blues. I am not tipping North Melbourne this week. I'm going the Blues. Uh, Saturday we've got Adelaide versus Fremantle at Adelaide Oval. Got to go Adelaide. Yep. Going Adelaide as well. Uh, then we got the Tigers versus the Dogs at the G. Hopper back, Martin back this week. Yeah, Richmond. I am also going Richmond. Saints Suns at Marvel. 
Saints. I'm going to go to the I'm Saints. Saints. Sydney versus Port Adelaide at the SCG. Sydney will bounce back. I'm going Sydney on the bounce back. Um, also, the Bombers versus the Giants on Sunday. Easter oh. Sunday at the at Marvel. I'll be going first game of the season, Dom. I can walk. I'm, the mobility's back, so I'll be able to walk to the game. I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I feel like... Uh, I'm gonna have to back the Giants. Ooh, I just, I just, I just can't go. I just, I, I'd rather. Be... I'm back. I'm back in the Bombers. I'm gonna back the Bombers this week. I'm backing them. Uh, West Coast versus Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. I'm also going Melbourne. And the last one, Source. They're zero and three. And as Adam says, the best thing about Geelong being zero and three is that they're zero and three. And guess who they're playing this week on Easter Monday? The Hawks. At the G, source. You can't, surely. We said this about North, but surely the great Geelong Hawthorne rivalry, they can't send them to 0 4. Surely. Doma. What did. No. Uh, no. Geelong playing that bad of football. I mean, I watched that game against Gold Coast and their inability to mark up Gold Coast or apply the pressure that we've seen them apply last year to teams that had them fumbling in fits. Their inability to, from the back line to, you know, build uncontested marks when the game's not going their way and then move it back on their way. I mean, is it fair to say that without Salwood, they don't have the ability in that middle to know that they're going to win as much ball in there? And they're getting no beaten in and around the ground. Dangerous that leader, leader that they, they're lacking. You know, is he really that much of a difference? Well, at this point in the season, he is. He is. You're not part of soul of that club. And I'm tipping the Hawthorne. And these games are renowned for being close, Stommer. They are renowned. I mean, why shouldn't Hawthorne have the confidence after beating North last week? And it's not like they That's beat true. that they they beat you, you know, pretty pretty easy. Wasn't really yeah. that close. I'm I'm gonna stick with Geelong. I just think they will come out and do something, but I'm I can see why you're going there. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's it. So uh they're the tips. I'll get them out on the socials so everyone can follow along. And if you're following along at the moment, you're probably just not gonna want to follow our tips. You just you know to see who wins between me and Source because we're being putrid at the moment. And so, Doma, anyway, after, after what AFL, they did to me um, last week, Geelong, I can't fucking tip them again, mate. I can't tip them again because I'm still ropeable. I'm still ropeable. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's move on to the EPL source. Here are the results. Uh, after going up 1-0, Liverpool against City, they got slammed 1-0, one one. I was watching the game live after the Dons. I was like, all right, I'm going for Liverpool. I'm going for Liverpool. I tuned in live, Doma. I tuned in live. Salah scores. Salah! I'm going off. I'm cheering for Liverpool. And then it was all downhill from there. It was an absolute clinic. Harlan didn't even play. They still bagged four against them. They destroyed them. Yes. And what do you know? One of the biggest talking points that came out of it, not to say that we haven't been saying this for about a year and a half, is that Trent Alexander-Arnold doesn't know how to defend. Who would have thought that he was probably one of the most, if not the most overrated fullback ever? 
that I've in my lifetime. Comparing him as one forward. of the best. Yeah, I know, but he's not very good at yeah. defending. He's overrated. Uh, Nottingham Wolves one one. Palace Leicester two one. Winners to Palace. Uh, Brighton and Brentford three all in that one. Bournemouth Fulham two one. Arsenal defeat Leeds four one. Just too good. Clinical. Get the job it's done. Gabriel Jesus two on the score sheet. They gave him yes, the penalty to get his first goal back for the season. Um, so West Ham defeated Southampton one nil. Aston Villa travelled to Stamford Bridge and beat Chelsea 2-0. I could not believe this result when I saw it. That is a disgrace. Obviously, Potter has been sacked. Yes, James just dropped that in the con. Yes, Potter has been sacked. And uh, So is Brendan Rodgers down at Leicester. Yeah, yeah, he's gone as well. Well, they want Leicester. Nagels- Nagelsmann, uh, who was the... Former manager of Bayern, who now Thomas Tuchel is now the manager of. So I, I don't know what they're doing. Chelsea's lost the plot. They had they've gone in two two seasons. They're going to have four managers. They had Lampard into Tuchel, Tuchel into Potter into whoever's next. Unbelievable. Uh, then we had Everton one one against Tottenham. Uh, late goal by Keane for Everton in that one to secure the, the draw. Uh, did you see that goal source? Absolute a banger in that one. He just slapped it in the 92nd minute, straight past the keeper from outside the box, from a mile away. Just uh, nailed that one. And uh, I got up for this one and it wasn't worth me getting up, but Newcastle, it was 2-0 against uh, United, but they could have kicked Five or six. We got pretty lucky. St. Maximum had had you running in circles. Oh, mate. Unbelievable. Uh, Our waveform since winning the Carabao Cup has been um, nothing short of deplorable. And our stats away from home uh, this year in general have been shithouse. So not good. Not good at all. I don't think we've scored. A goal in our last four away games or something like that. Something just stupid. So anyway, not good for United. This week, have those source we... the ladder. There we go. What do we got? I'm just you saying the big, big win, big win by West Ham puts them, you know, a little Fucking bit fifth. Little bit of yeah, well, you're fifth, mate. You better start winning some games. You might miss out on Champions League. We're two in hand on Tottenham, which is good. Two in hand. Oh, Same Brentford this week too. Newcastle. Oh dear. It's gonna be a tough game. Is it away from home? I don't know. Yeah, Arsenal and Liverpool. All right, let's have a look at the matches. Uh, Matches this week. Uh, We have Bournemouth, Brighton, Leeds, Nottingham, Leicester, Villa, Chelsea, Liverpool. On the fifth, on the sixth is United, Brentford. Then we have West Ham, Newcastle, uh, the eighth. Oh, we've got a fair few games this week. But then we've got United, Everton, Villa, Nottingham, Brentford, Newcastle, Fulham, West Ham, Leicester, Bournemouth, Tottenham, Brun, Wolves, Chelsea, Southampton, City, Leeds, Palace. And then on the 10th is Liverpool, Arsenal, 1.30. I'll probably have to get up for that bad boy and watch that and be cheering for the Gunners because I can't oh. stand Liverpool. And I can't stand City. 
So well, Dom, I mate, if it's getting close, I mean, especially you know some of the games that are coming up, we'll have a look at. I've got to have a look at my team. Mate, I reckon we should. I reckon we should actually. We should do a watch party for that game on the tenth. Liverpool Arsenal. We'd be stupid not to. Here we go. That one. And there's a Thursday morning game, April 27th, which could decide the league, Doma, against Man City. And it's a Thursday morning, yeah. 5 a.m. fixture. Oh, yeah. We might have to get up for that one, too. That oh, we might even up get up for a few of these, Source. Like, what's the... um? Tuesday's the... Fo- oh, today's the 4th. Tomorrow's the 5th. Tomorrow morning's Chelsea Liverpool, 5 a.m. There you go. Not bad. And then we play at 5 a.m. on Thursday against Brentford. Yeah, there's there's fixtures nice. on tomorrow. Fixtures on tomorrow. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at nine thirty. United Everton. That's an early game. If you're around, we can even jump on that if you're keen. And then, uh, yeah, on the tenth, which is on Monday morning, next Monday, Easter Monday. Source the Easter Monday clash: Liverpool Arsenal. Oh, there we go. It doesn't have get to much work, better man. than that. I think that's Sweet. yeah, it is Easter Monday. Mint. All right, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for those ones. All right, moving on, source to the NBA, and um, this is just the topic of discussion, and it is just Dallas suck. Horrendous, horrendous. They lost You've been watching Charlotte. a lot more than than I have at the moment, so just a rundown of what you've seen around the around the courts. They just look terrible. They just, I mean, they just don't play any defense. The defense, which was really good in the start of the season, and they were struggling for offense. They add, you know, you know, pieces, and their defense goes down the gargler. And their offense, I mean, is good. But then when you can't stop teams and you allow other teams to put up 130 points a night, it's going to be tough to win games. Um, so I don't know. Problems down there in Dallas. I, I got a feeling Jason Kidd is done. I reckon he he's going to. Get fired. They're going to bring in a new coach at some point. I just feel like he's 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 not going to last. What are your thoughts on this uh, report from Bill Simmons that Draymond Green and LeBron are going to go team up with Luca and Kyrie in Dallas? I don't know. What, until I see it, I won't believe it. It's all it's as good as it's, rumors it's as good as window, and Luca is going to go to the Heat. Yes. Remember, he says he says a lot of random shit. Bill Simmons. He's just. He's terrible. I'm telling you, if, at the moment, if you're LeBron James and you're coming, you're moving towards the end of your career. If Anthony Davis can stay, like, and we, know, I know it's an if, we know it's not going to happen. But this is proof in the pudding as how good he is when he can. He's healthy three enough games to play. In row thirty-five plus. He's just dominating. He's actually he's unstoppable. Unstoppable, and it just lets guys like LeBron just waltz around the court getting triple doubles and frees up other guys to just play their game because all the attention's on AD. Look, the team has improved since the trade deadline for sure, playing better basketball, playing a lot better defense. Um, I'll be interested to see you know what happens. I mean, if we finish in six, and I looked at this, I eyed it off. If we were able to finish in six, we'll come up against the Kings, Kings' first playoff series in like 13 years, 14 years, or whatever the hell it is. Uh, not really much playoff experience in that team. Comments against the Lakers over a seven-game series. Uh, give me LeBron and AD over Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox every day of the week and two times on a Sunday. All right? Ain't going to happen. No, we'll beat them. Should we stay healthy? 
So could could advance to the, to the second round. I mean, I still don't see us doing being able to get out of the West. I feel like you know maybe Phoenix. I, I, I don't know. I feel like Phoenix is a danger side. I don't, and you know, Denver, they're going to piece it together. They've been the best side all season, but we see they always crumble in the off season, uh, in the postseason. sorry. So it'll be interesting to see how this West uh, turns out. But look, it's I don't have high hopes for, for yeah. the Lakers. And should we overachieve or, or get further than I think and maybe make it to the conference finals? Well, then I might start getting excited, Dom. Yeah, 100%. Over in the East, though, like the interesting thing, as we well in the in the west and the east, you know, coming towards the end of the season, there's two common denominators that have been reflected from last season into this season. Golden State are playing good basketball again, leading into the playoffs, like they always do. And Boston are playing good basketball leading into the playoffs. They slapped Milwaukee the other day by 40. Yeah, I've seen that. Like but- they just yeah, Milwaukee had a bit of an off game. Good. Milwaukee's playing good basketball too, as well. So yeah, I know, least, but you know is, these teams, these teams are starting to play good basketball again. It's literally exactly the same as last year. Yeah, they peak at the right time, don't they? You got to play. Um, and, you got to play I mean, when it I counts. mean, Boston had a bit of a tough patch there for about ten games, um, but they sort of kicked it back together, made the adjustments, and I mean, I like Boston. I like Boston in that East. I like Milwaukee. Um, I feel like it's one of them two. Uh, I have put a, a bit of a futures multi uh, with a few things and then had that as the the alternator. Uh, I feel like there's a few other futures uh, bets that are that are, could be locks. Um, and I'll, I might share something out on the Saucy's Tips page about my futures bets, what I've done with a few of them. So you can you can see, ladies and gentlemen, gamble responsibly. But it's it's one where you might put 10 bucks on it because it's paying like 80 to 1. And there's another one that's paying 90 to 1. So, you know, $10, $5. It's a little cheeky one. I had a couple of free bets from uh, one bookmaker, so I just used my free bets on there. Um, so it'll be fun to see if that comes through. And uh, that's the denominator that I have. I feel like Milwaukee or Boston is going to win it in the East. And in the West, I feel like it's a lot more difficult. I feel like there's a few more teams in, in the West that could win it. Uh, James, man, I put $15 on the Lakers at 67-1 to 1 to win the title. I mean, why not? Why not? It's not a bad little punt. 67 to 1. Are they really that valued? I mean, I mean, James, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with, uh, I'm just saying, with with odds like that, because it's pay, it would be payout quite a bit. I mean, you could, uh, if they do end up making it to the Western Conference Finals or something, you could lay them off on Betfair to win the title and, and make it an even profit either way. Uh, because, I mean, to me, what's that, 15 by 67? Jeez, Dom, that's, you know, 1,200. Quick math, 1300 payout, 1400 around that, something like that. It's pretty uh, good. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, 10 times 67, 670. Yeah. Plus, plus 300 and something. Yeah. It's about 1100 right, bucks. 1100, 1200. I said it was the first one. Not bad. We'll take it. Yeah. It, 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 hopefully it gets up for you, James. And the saucy will be glad too if it did get up. Bloody oath because the Lakers win another title and the exactly. wins another one and he goes to, to five, mate. Equals Kobe. Yeah, and then he and then he finally might get into the top five. Oh. LeBron. LeBron yeah, is literally like Ronaldo. Fuck. Does all this stuff and it's like now Ronaldo's like eighth on the list and LeBron's like fifth. The and- greatest thing would be if LeBron keeps oh. playing until he's fifty and he comes to the NBL when he's fifty and just plays one season in the NBL and averages twenty five, five and five in the NBL at fifty years old in another league. That'd be hilarious because the league, the, the season only goes for 40 games, Doma. 
you know, so it's half the amount of games. And, and wins it and wins the chip. And wins the chip and wins the MVP. And MVP. At 50 years it's old. That'd ass. be unbelievable. NBL, get recruiting. Try and get LeBron when he's 50 years old to come down. I mean, he'll still be in phenomenal shape. I'm telling you. Oh, 100%. Uh, Adam said, Celtics have been every team at least once in the league this season. Last time we did that was 2008. And what happened with the Celtics in 08? I'll leave that one there. You won the title. All right. If anyone wants to know what happened then, they won the title. Yeah, it's, that's good. Oh, they're, good they're on good. They're, they're definitely they look great. The uh, they're in my top four sides to definitely win because I've picked the uh, Bucks and, you know, uh, Boston to make the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's it. Very nice. All right, let's move on. Source. We'll be there on different uh, sides of the draw when it comes. Oh man, let's get to the F ones. Fuck. Oh geez. Well, I'll read it out. All right, I'll read it out. This was the. <laughs> the finishing grid at the end of this race. And then Saucy has got a Lamont of the week to give because what we witnessed on Sunday was terrible, absolutely terrible. So Verstappen wins in Australia, great win by him, almost costed, uh, and that's fair to say, I think, Sauce, almost costed. Yeah, nearly costed the race, the, did the uh, officials. Hamilton second. Saucy's boy Alonso in third, Stroll fourth, Perez fifth. That was a good comeback from Perez, who started last. Uh, Norris sixth, Hulkenberg seventh, Piastri eighth in his first uh, Australian Grand Prix, which is fantastic. I just, I just want people. I hope you're paying attention because I said Norris was in sixth, all right, and I said Nico Hulkenberg was in seventh. He drives a Haas, and I said Piastri is in eighth. And I'm about to tell you that Joe Guan Yu was in nine. Made it into the top 10. All right. And Yuki Sonoda was 10. And Valtteri Bottas was 11th. He finished in front of Carlos Sainz, who was in a Ferrari. All right. So there's something interesting happening here. And you're going to get the story in a second from Source. And then after Sainz in 12th, that's it. No more cars finished. I'm not sure what happened, Sauce. You might have to tell everyone what happened. Oh, Doma. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Lunacy by the FIA. Shall I just say that right off the top uh, and what they did at the end of this race? And, I mean, on the live stream, uh, we were saying, what the? why would you restart the race with two laps to go? So anyone who didn't watch the race, essentially it went around, with two laps to go, um, someone uh, had a failure. Magnuson, I can't remember. I can't remember. No, hit the wall. The tire hit, came off. Hit the wall. Tire came off. Tire on the track. At that point, Max Verstappen's eight and a half sec. Yeah, there's debris all debris all over the track. So you know, there, you know, there is a safety car. But at that point, Verstappen's eight and a half seconds ahead. Right? You would think two laps to go, eight and a half seconds. That's insurmountable. Should this, you know, not have happened, Verstappen would have just won that race easily. It's unfair to you know to 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 start this again under a restart because we had to have one earlier in the race um, uh, because of the original start, which at the beginning of, of the race, there was a crash. So then we had another one and then we had guys even spinning out on that one. And lucky we didn't have any issues, but we had a few guys, you know, touching wheels and things. We could have had another crash on the first restart at the beginning. They restarted the race. They gave it a red flag, Dommer. 
And they said, we are going to restart the race with two laps to go. Verstappen was leading eight seconds. Verstappen was fuming. He, you heard him on the radio as they pulled him out of the car. And they're like, why would they restart the race? I was so far in front. And I felt like that was, you know, unfortunate for him. They shouldn't have done that. And they've gone and done it. And as you've heard from Donna reading about the amount of cars that uh, finished the race, uh, how many is there on the grid? Is there 18 on the grid, Doma? 20 on the grid. 20 on the grid and only 12 cars finished. Eight didn't finish. Eight didn't finish. We had a restart. We had crashes left, right, and center. Uh, We had Alonso getting spun out and uh, nearly lost his third position, Um, you know, and they ended up having to do, you know, roll it back. And uh, they ended up, you know, fixing that all up because of an issue that happened at Silverstone last year with a similar situation. Yeah. So um, what happened there? What happened there was on that restart. So before that restart, three cars were out. On that on that uh, third second restart, we lost five cars. Yeah. Five cars just for two laps. For two laps of race. So the reason why they and then all the order was jumbled. So the reason this order was reinstated to the way it is now is because they didn't get through a sector, one sector on the on the track because all these cars crashed before they could even get through one sector. (laughs) The first two, the first. There's three sectors. There's three sectors. They couldn't even get through the first sector. So for two lap source under a safety car, they red flagged it to then do what? Finish it under a safety car. A safety car. For the absolute stupidity that is the FIA and their decision to and red flag that of race. Dollars and, yeah, that you've waste cost of the millions teams. of dollars. Exactly. You know, those things aren't cheap to fix, those F1 cars. It's millions of dollars of damage. Wasting that amount of money, which was unnecessary. We should have just finished it under the safety car in the first place where us here at double coverage who, uh, you know, I mean, we don't profess us, uh, you know, professors confess ourselves as experts on you know, like the people at the FIA should be on the sport. We knew not to red flag the race and just end it under a safety car. So why the hell didn't you? Cause we seen this coming another crash at the restart. Why didn't you? And for that, you guys are Lemons. Lemons. There it is. There's a lemon. That was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, there won't be F1 on the show for a couple weeks now. The next race is on the 30th of April, Source. Uh, and that is the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Uh, it's street circuit, which is great. Uh, and that is a 9 p.m. start. So it's a nice early one too, Source. So we'll be happy with that. It'll be finished Beautiful. before midnight. Happy. Oh, Beautiful. Best race uh, of the season. So, so we're very happy with that. Uh, Adam Laporte says... It was Dan Andrews telling the officials if they didn't go out again, then he would put them in lockdown and didn't have the time, so they restarted. So they didn't have to see Dan till next year. Don't worry about Dan. He's a fucking Lamont, that guy. He's a Lamont himself. Well, we won't get into it here. We might have to bring it back. What are we doing here? And then we can bring that up on that podcast. But here, strictly sporting cards. All right, let's move on. Source to UFC. So, UFC. Over to you. 
I'm not sure what's going to happen here with the overlay. There's an absolute bumper, bumper carb ready to rock and roll this weekend. Oh, we don't know because we've changed the overlay, but that's all right. We'll see what happens. There we go. Oh, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Still works. There we go. As we see, I can't see it. This UFC segment is sponsored by Roll Clean. Now, Dom, before I even go into the spiel, we would have heard it, ladies and gentlemen, it's harmful. Let me say, when I say this stuff is the best soap I've ever used, best bar of soap I've ever used, that is not me trying to fluff up a product that we we are getting it for free, right? They're giving us samples, but we are trying it, and we are telling you this shit is good. Doma, I'll go for a swim at the pool. Chlorine. You know how stinky chlorine is on your skin, right? Spa, sauna, sesh, pools, bit of remedies, right? Keep the body nice and healthy. I come out. I have a share. I usually rub myself with another brand of soap that's prominent in all supermarkets or in all major supermarkets. Major brand. On my skin, after I've had the share, dry myself, my skin still smells like fucking chlorine, right? I took the roll clean down there. I used the roll clean. I'm telling you, after the shower, I could not smell one bit of chlorine on my skin. I smell exactly like the soap. Amazing. Not one bit of chlorine. I'll tell you, this stuff is amazing. Actually works. Lathers up beautiful on the loofah. Uh, the loafer. The, uh, the loofah. Loofah. Fuck, fuck that. The loofah. All right. <laughs> This segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap, Australia's number one in MMA, BJJ, and martial arts hygiene. Roll Clean Soap is a proud family-run Australian business. Roll Clean Soap is made with 100% natural ingredients and helps keep you clean on and off the mats. Don't be the smelly guy at the gym. Walk in with confidence with Roll Clean and destroy the competition. Roll Clean offers a wide range of products in assisting post-training recovery. Our magnesium bath salts, bath bombs, and boost balm can help ease those aches and pains after a hard training session. Roll Clean offers many soap varieties to choose from. Just visit www.rollclean.com.au or hit them up on social media at Roll Clean Soap. Roll Clean, we've got your back. All the links are in the description. Use the, the code double coverage at checkout for 20% off your first order. Google reviews help, says Maddie. Yep, happy to leave one for you, mate, because uh, no word of a lie, we're not talking shit here. This stuff's amazing. Uh, there's our soap bags now too, Source, to get the soaps nice and uh, sudsy when you're in the uh, in the shower. There's, it's, mate, it's a bit, it's a, it's a, it's a bit like a loofah situation. It's got that same doing sort of everything mesh material, and it then it helps lather up the soap on your skin. You get that nice bubbly, thick texture, and it just slides right down the belly. Let me tell you. Yeah, what do we got? They got Epsom salts. Oh, we can. That's big Matty Tabe, I reckon, in the t shirt here. That's for sure. Have a look at that. The big unit. Oh, cool, cool. Might have to bring it up. Uh, there's some new uh, new ambassadors as well. Nah, it's good. Really good stuff. Very proud of you guys and what you're doing over there. It's awesome. So, anyway, Saucy, the card this week. What have we got? USC 287. You've been living under a rock. Well, let me tell you, it's time to come out from under that rock. Alex Pereira against Israel Adesanya, number two. Some people would say number three. I say number two because the first one was in kickboxing, not in MMA. It's a complete different ball game. They're back for the rematch. Izzy's back for his revenge. And let me tell you, 
Alex Pereira looks even better than last time. And I don't think he's going to be able to beat him. And I'm going to have to side with the Brazilian here in this one. I feel like Pereira gets this one again, finishes him again. I feel like Adesanya fought it really smart last time. So Adesanya, I feel like Adesanya can't knock him out. That's just my feeling, right? But Pereira knows he can knock Adesanya out. So Adesanya has to take this to points. Pereira, in my opinion, has to finish it. So I feel like Pereira's going to get the finish. He's going to finish this one with maybe a, a, T, a KO or a TKO. Again, um, it's going to be an absolute cracking fight. That's the main event. The co-main event, Gilbert Burns against Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. And Masvidal has come out and said if he does lose his fight, he might have to think about retiring from the sport. He is 38 years of age. Uh, he is a you know veteran in the sport. It's going to be an absolute cracking fight. Both these guys are brawlers. Um, Gilbert Burns, I feel like he's got the edge in this one. Probably a bit fresher fighter. Um, Masvidal talked a big game when I listened to the, the podcast with Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, when he was on there, obviously promoting his uh, his uh, promotion that we spoke about last week. Um, so we'll see how that one turns out. And then a couple other the fights on the on the main card: Rob Font against Andre Adrian uh, Yanez in the bantamweight welterweight. You had Kevin Holland against Santiago Ponzinibbio, and in the bantamweight you got Ro Rosas Jr. against Christian Rodriguez. Now, Doma, nice. do you know who Ro Rosas Jr. is? Yeah, he's the young fella. He's the young yeah, fella. The young so fella up and on he's this still undefeated. Before. And he's still undefeated. And he's back again this week. And he's made it on the main card of a main event at, like, what is he, 19 years 18. of age? That's 18, 18 years of age. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So props to him. Don't know if he's going to win. Uh, let's hope he can keep you know building up that. He, he's got a lot of confidence, which is good to see in a young fella like that. So let's see how he... Uh, goes uh, prelim. I will tell people the prelim card kicks off from 10 a.m. And um, that the the main event on the prelim card, the last fight is Chris Curtis against Kevin Gastelum. That's an absolute belter. So don't miss that fight on the on the prelims. Uh, the early prelims kick off from 8 a.m. So the main card kicks off from 12 p.m. Uh, that's Australian Eastern Standard Time. So check your local guides when it kicks off for you. And Doma, honorable mention, and I don't want to stuff this up. Right, because I want I want to get this right. Uh, let me just let me just do, do a bit of checking. Let me just do a bit of checking. Here we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where is here? He is right. Honorable mention. Razor Rob Wilkinson, the Aussie in the the PFL, uh, the Professional Fighters League, which is a PFL MMA. You can look them up. Won the title. I'm just trying to see what he actually won. The light heavyweight title in the PFL. He is uh, the championship winner. Uh, I believe he beat. I'm kind of, I'm trying to see who he beat, but I believe he was a, another a UFC fighter that he did beat. Tiago Santos. He beat Tiago Santos, and Tiago Santos uh, actually fought John Jones and 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 and, and uh, I believe John Jones. Who is it? John Jones or Ngannou? Oh, I can't remember. Not one of them. He fought, had a really tough fight against someone I was seeing him, and he, he he's given guys in the UFC a lot of. Uh, you know, tough fights. So that's a big win uh, for Razor Rob in PFL and props to him, the Australian. So honorable mention, definitely. Very nice. I like it. Well done, Saucy. Uh, next up, of course, we have Hobby Talk. Brought to you by Platinum Standard Grading.
Thank you to the guys at Platinum Standard Grade. You know what I've noticed, Sauce, finally? We've played that that many times on this show. Ronaldo gets a fair bit of airtime in that uh, promo, so I'm pretty happy with it, to be honest. <laughs> fair bit of fair bit of airtime. Anyway, enough of that shit by me, as per usual. This isn't going to be a Ronaldo love fest. It's going to be a Tops Project 2022 love fest, like it always is. We've got six hours left on this one, and we've got Charles de Quetala from AC Milan. We have Hernan Crespo sauce into Milan. Uh, we have Cody Gakbo from Liverpool. We have Rafael Roller doing Jude the Dude Bellingham. And we have Jaden Sancho by Sanil Chitraka. So there you go. They're the Tops Project 22 cards for this week. Another one, just quickly. Obviously, talk. You can talk about this source if you want to, all right? But I'm just going to put this up, and then you can talk about how good Panini is at their product placement. But this isn't a, pro- a Panini plug. This is a plug for our good friend, Tyson Beck. Here it is. You can win the one-on-one Super Fractor on-card auto from the world's first ever officially licensed Hezbollah rookie trading card. There you yes, go. It's got the RC logo on there, mate. Yep. And, hey, it's you like you can, it's, and it's not like you can say like with the NBA, oh, it doesn't have his uniform on because what the fuck is Hezbollah's uniform? So Tyson has the official first rookie cards and everyone wants to say what was first. Well, it's not these crappy Panini ones that are coming out. They're rubbish, mate. It's this stuff, mate. On cards. And the best, and on card, which you don't get better than that. you got to understand, Hasbulla sat there with his little man hands, his little, little man hands, and touched every one of those cards and signed it. Down at Panini, they're just slapping on stickers. Exactly. So all you need to do, head on over to Tyson's page, like the post, follow Tyson, and then click the link in his bio to sign up to the Tyson Beck Rewards Program for free. Yeah, you'll sign up for free. So when you buy stuff on his website, you get points and then you can redeem those points or coupons to get more discount off his shop. Doesn't get much easier than that. You actually get a benefit out of supporting the artist. Not only do you get the awesome artwork and and cards uh, with the autos and everything that he creates, you also get points for future purchases that you may come up uh, on his store. There you go. All right. So there is... A little giveaway. Manny Tate says in, in his high chair. <laughs> that would be a funny one. That's getting drawn on the 18th of uh, April, Saucy. So you have some time, but don't leave it to the last minute because you might forget. Next one, Sauce. I know you're excited for this one. I'm excited for this product. Uh, and that is uh, Panini Prism Monopoly, which we got to see at the Mint Collective packs being open. So... There's details that have come out. There's two genre icons, the stating, stunning trading, the stunning trading card brand and the ball game tied and coming together in a meaningful, massive collaboration. Uh, the gallery below offer, offers a quick visual checklist of the parallels, but first it's worth noting that all the parallels were inspired by the Monopoly game itself. Some examples include the brown, light blue, pink, orange, red, gold, green, and boardwalk blue prisms are the same. PMS colors as the spaces on the board game source. How good is that? 
How good is that? Just say it's good. The money Brilliant. shimmer features the same PMS color and numbering as the money in the game. Gold to 500, red to 100, purple to 50, green to 20, blue to 10, pink to 5, and white is a is to 1. The Tiger Stripe Prism features Boardwalk Blue, Monopoly Man, Question Mark, Dice, Deal and Gold Wave Money are all iconic Monopoly images. The Monopoly Black Parallel is exclusive to the board game. All right. Free parking is exclusive to iCollect Blasters. The Money Black insert is exclusive to Retail Blasters. So there's blasters for this source, right? The Money White insert is exclusive to iCollect. The board game comes with eight card with with an eight card starter deck and two prism packs. While iCollect Blasters would d- deliver an exclusive free parking parallel in each box on average. Is there any preview images? Yeah, I've got them here. I've got them here. I'm oh, going to bring right. them up. All right. Now go to jail parallel. Do they have John Morant in jail there? <laughs> They've got your boy with an RC. That's what James said. That's what James said. I'm not taking credit. Uh, that's John great. That's go great. to jail parallel. That is great, my <laughs> James. Good. Here's a Banchero free parking. It's got an RC on their source. So is that officially his first Prism rookie? That's a good point. I'm just putting it out there, right? I just, I just put it out there. They can get Monopoly done before the product. So, <laughs> we can see this the- is just pissing me off. You know that it's just pissing me off. The fact that yeah, we still haven't seen Curry, Prism for for Banchero's rookie Benedict Mathurin oh, rookie well. as well. Here is the uh, Monopoly man Giannis oh, parallel. Geez. We've got the gold Monopoly money. Ant-Man, we've got a pass-go Devin Booker, we've got a chance Jason Tatum, we've got a blue tiger stripe of Damian Lillard, we've got the, I don't know what that one is, of Luke of the Don, handshaking Luke of the Don, free parking of John Morant, uh, free parking of Steph, dice roll of Embiid, and a tiger stripe blue of Trey Young. Hello, Jay. Good evening. We are well. We hope you are well. We're about to just get into the thick of it all too on this in the hobby talk. But anyway, there you go. There's the uh, Monopoly Prism, which is coming out with blasters source on top of the board game. So if you if, if you want to see the next pump and dump, it's this because the board games are going to be limited. I reckon source. There's going to only be X amount made. I don't the know. Blasters, well, you the you get it for if you get it for no, a reason. If you get... produce, yeah, yeah. So, but the the board games will be limited. Where do you buy the board game from? Is it sold through Panini? Now, Panini Panini says enjoy the visuals and stay tuned for additional information. Right. We don't know just yet. But you best be sure we'll tell you because this is the product of the year, Source. Are we are we giving a blessed spell, are we? This will be mark my words. The whole the one word for you. Holy grail. 
<laughs> That's what he said. I got one more for it. This product will be the holy grail. <laughs> Actually, two words, dude. Uh, that was funny. No, that was right. funny. I, I will. I will give credit to Cage. He was making a bit of a funny meme about Blizz. Uh, it was uh, hilarious. I've seen that. I was missing my pants. Uh, that's why I brought that up. But um, yeah. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I will say, fuck it. Buy one if you can get it at like the the retail price and it's a great price. Buy one. Store it away. And I mean, if there's some, uh, shall I say, lemon on the other end that wants to pay more for it, shall so be it. If not. You know what? You got Monopoly. Invite your mates over. Play a bit of board games. You know, instead of you know, a bit of face to face time. Have a bit of fun. I hate playing Monopoly because it ends up in arguments and people cheating. So um that's James said pre orders already sold out. Jay says ah, okay. just turned in. What the fuck was that effing nonsense? Panini jumping the shark with that shit. Oh mate, hey, it's the it's the greatest collab of all time. And it's got Benedict Matherin and Paolo Benchero rookie prisms in there. It's their first prism card. So get ready for that to get pumped. Anyway, next up, let's get into it, Source. I never knew out of every grading company, everything that we've always said on this show, Source, was what? We actually have the power as the hobby. And we do. The, uh, the two times we've seen the power of this hobby was with one grading company. So it just shows if you're not happy with something, you can actually make a change. Except it, instead, you, you're beholden to some of these people. But we're happy to always have a crack at uh, BGS. Obviously, they're not going through with this now because of the unbelievable backlash source that they copped from uh, the hobby community. This was just a, a post and it was just like some of the reactions from some people, they said this is absolute garbage. Um, if so, it's confirmed if you bought a gem mint graded car from BGS in the past that does not have a 10 and 395 some grades, your card is now not gem mint. So, yeah, this is how it happy. is the I, mint I plus like... is 495s, and then any 10 with a 95 after that is a 10. So, gem mint. If you've got two tens with two nine fives or one ten with three nine fives, and then the gold label pristine would have been three tens with a nine five, and the black label is four tens. So that's what it was. And let's go. This is always good. I love Lameem. I love these promoted on at Lameem James. I love how he posts this. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It, it piss, uh, I piss myself. You know, every post we've got that yeah, promoted on this, promoted on that. It's very funny. Um, Bro Namath is here. Pretty bad writer. BGS has taken over the TCG market share for the past year or so. I'm not sure if this is regarding the sports market only. BGS can do no right in anyone's eyes. They don't make any moves. They've looked at as dinosaurs. They make these adjustments, and now people are just up in arms. So let's just call it what it is. You either dislike BGS before this or like them before this. I don't see many who care about the change that like them before. That's Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair call. It is a fair call. Yeah, but what I, what I don't understand about this is, Domo, is we've seen this before where they, instead of Sorry. actually going and asking their customers – Instead of go, actually going and asking their customers, they just make these random announcements at freaking, you know, these bloody uh, conferences 
and then they get all this backlash and then they backtrack on it, mate. They just look like absolute lemons as company owners and business runners that they got no no touch with their client base, no touch with their user base that they can't even run a poll or, you know, you know, ask people what's what's going on. Well, we've lost Dom, ladies and gentlemen, of course. I, oh, I, how many weeks I've told him the wire never fails, all right? And his headphones have cooked on him, so he's had to leave, go out and leave and come back. I'm giving him an absolute roasting here and doesn't even know it because he's not online. Oh, here he is. He's back again. Sorry. Dom, I was giving I was just giving you an absolute roasting. I just said how many weeks I've told you in a row the cord never fails, mate. So I don't know. I don't know how many times I've got to tell you. I just gotta keep roasting you about it. That's all right. But uh anyway, <laughs> your thoughts there. Obviously, you were giving a bit of a take there on BGS. Yeah, but... I was giving a take. I'm not gonna repeat myself. I was yeah, speaking fine. to myself, but the, the everyone else can hear what I, what I, and what I was uh, mentioning and how I felt about it. And I it, and Pretty much, I was just saying they've done it before. You know, we've seen at the national what they did with their logo. They've done the same thing again, and it's just so out of touch with their user base, their their clientele. They should be, you know, have you know, they should go, you know, they should literally go if they've got people that d- directly submit to them and they've submitted X amount of cards over X amount of years and they've got an account with them and whatever they've submitted a lot to BGS. They should literally get that pool of people. Go all right. He's like. 1,000, 2,000 people that have submitted, their loyal customers of BGS submitted many cards over many years. Let's ask them what they think. Let's let's ask them, you know, oh, what's your opinion on this? We want to get, we, you know, we want to maybe change this. Da, da, da. Put a feelers out there. Don't just make these announcements off a whim, right, because you've made them in the boardroom down at the, the shack at BGS headquarters and then just release them to the world without any consultation to the people that fund your business, your customers. It is, uh, you know what's funny? I, I really do resonate with what Brun Amoth is saying. Because I go back and I like the only reason why I'm saying this, source, is because I'm reading a few more comments here. Yeah. And then I'm starting to think of the past, as in the past three years, four years in this hobby. Right. And I'm going to read a few things to you, source, and I want you to think about grading companies outside of BGS when you hear some of these. BGS is completely irrelevant moving forward, says back to the cards. Rip and Wax says the question should be, why didn't Beckett do a test run and ask a thousand hobbyists what they thought before they made it public? Slab Stocks Aaron says, I have only a handful of BGS slabs left from four years ago. So also when I graded them, already was going to cross them over to SGC at some point, but that point is for sure now. Buy the car, not the grade, says this person. Shy breaks, touch of downs, wax room breaks, buying all BGS 9.5, at least for half off holler. Uh, crossing my slabs 100%, quad 9.5, just lost all its value. Mint plus, give me a break, I'm done. Uh, but they've backtracked on all this and they're not changing shit. Yeah. They made their decision to cross the PSA card that much easier. The reason why I'm reading some of these comment source is because thinking about it, they did backtrack on it. Just like that backtrack on when they changed their, they're going to change the logo on their, um, their slab to this B here at the top on the yeah, back. Yeah. 
And they said, no, 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 it wasn't going to happen, blah, 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 all this stuff. But they were going to do that because obviously that's the B in that logo. And they changed that that logo, that style of writing. Uh, Adam says, Uncle Ken told him to do it because he's got a nine-figure bank account. Uncle Ken could not give a shit what happens as long as the cards come to his thing and he makes money. He does not care about the hobby. No, we'll speak about Uncle Ken in a second in regards to... Yeah, so anyway. Don't worry about but that. thinking about it, Source... Just think about this, and I want people at home listening and watching to think about this. When in the last four years has any grading company taken into consideration what you wanted as someone in the hobby and just did it anyway and not given a fuck and you're giving them a pass, except for BGS? It's a good point. So just think about that. Like, I was a bit like, oh, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. But no, you read some of those comments and you think to yourself, no, we hold them to a different standard. To PSA. PSA did what it, does whatever they want. It's true. You're complaining over a 9.5 and how it gets graded, yet PSA goes from a 9 to a 10. But it has an 8.5. And it's got an 8.5. What? And then you've got like a black label and then PSA, PSA 10 could be the PSA 10 is literally could just be a gem mint card, but you're getting like a gold label pristine 10, which should be worth more than a PSA 10. But who knows? Because PSA is king. Their 10s are worth more than everything. And saying that they're irrelevant. Mate, their manufacturer of-, of the plastic in China is a higher class of manufacturer of plastic, mate. It cost it actually cost them an extra cent per slab than BGS. That's why people pay more. But Bro Namath makes a good point with source what he said. Like if I'm if I'm slabbing TCG cards, I'm not slabbing in my PSA over BGS. You gotta be an idiot to do that. I'm sorry. You're actually it's borderline moronic. They got their space for certain things, you know. It is what it is. PSA is obviously the preference over BGS, and that's just yeah, how but it the is. TCG cards are made a lot better than the sports cards, so there's like there's more there's more that gem, and especially under PSA's guidelines. I mean, that's why they go for that because the allure of getting the black label or the the ten because it's yeah. not easy to get. Anyway, I just want uh, th- that was just the thought I had. Just maybe we should think about how we let everyone else off the hook yeah, for four well, years. It's a, it's a that's a fair point. There's a lot of, I mean, there are some companies that did cop a bit of a whack. I mean, you know, some newer ones that popped up. Yeah, and, but they cop the whack. Yeah, yeah, but and some then, of the the big ones cop the whack, and after a month, everyone forgot about it. And yeah, just happy with the processes now. Where BGS have gone, oh, we're not going to move with on with the process, so they shelved it. Where every other one's like, oh, we're only going to take up to this. So, so you're saying, well, I mean, I have to agree with you because, I mean, they've done the same thing for so long. Maybe they did just have to make the courageous decision and say, it's going to be this way. Deal with it if you don't like it. I'm well, ju- I'm just saying. That's I'm it. just saying. Put the price up of subs because there was a big backlog. I'm not, I'm not pointing out anyone. I'm just going to put, put things out there, all right? Expensive to grade a card because of big backlog. All right. That was one thing. But then to fool you into that, they dropped the pricing of the card to get graded when the backlog went away, but yet they raised the value, the premium on the value of the cards. 
like they reduced it. So the bracket went from maybe 2,500 in this tier, went down to 1,000 and it was that price. And then 1,000 to 2,500 went up in value and now they got more tier systems. So more money you have to pay a premium on tier card, not just sub it for $14. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They only charge you a flat rate. And no one complained about that. But they're happy to yeah, play the premium. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing it out, Source. All right? So you're getting like genuinely have been literally rotted, but we're happy to let it go. But they want to just change the grading process, which, you know what's funny, Source? Now that you think about it, at least you can see what subgrades get you the grade. And we're complaining about that. We're complaining about seeing how your your card got the grade. You know what they were best off doing? Just saying, oh, you know, we're changing our things to this. We're going to have Gold Label Pristine, Gem Mint, um, and Mint Plus, and we're getting rid of subgrades. And these are the type of 10s that you can get. And the type of 9s. So it'll say yeah, Mint Plus on there. It'll say Gem Mint on a 10, and there'll be a 10 Pristine with the black border on the Gold Label, and then a Black Label Pristine. And just say, this is what we've got now. You know, there's another 9.5, which is 9.5 Mint. Also, the Mint Plus will have a border around it. And then they'll have just the 9.5 Mint, which is just that one there. They could have just changed it all and said, oh, we're getting rid of subgrades. We're just going to have a grade on there now. And people would have cracked it for that as well. But yet there's other companies out there that give you nothing. So I'm just saying, we've got to think about it. I know I was a bit harsh on him too, and everyone else has been harsh on him. But, but they didn't what? think that they didn't think it through in asking the community. They, no, that's fine. But when did any of the other ones ask the community? No, they didn't. I, I, I agree, but the reason why it keeps getting funneled the community. keeps keeps getting funneled to the bigger company. I mean, that company, especially in terms of no, PSA, just them. is because just them. or just PSA is because the kids out there are willing to pay more money for that piece of plastic. And we'll say that again until, you know, people realize that you, if you are buying this stuff, you're buying the card that's behind the piece of plastic and not the actual piece of plastic. Well, fucking wake up. Yeah. I still think people are idiots for submitting that amount of money on anyway, these cards. But one, so, yeah. that's another story yeah. for another day. Speaking about submitting cards, uh, do you want to discuss some fake slabs, which obviously was brought to our attention by a good friend of ours? Yeah, Dan, Dan the card man did a bit of a video, but I will say this, Dom. I will say this. Um, oh, we've spoken about this before on the show. We actually, uh, not our show, but I believe it was on the, might have been on the Soccer Card Collective podcast when the boys had, oh, I'm trying to, I forget his name. Vince was on there. Um, I'm trying to remember his Instagram name. Oh, from Soccer Cards Rock. Soccer Cards Rock. Yeah, I've been speaking to Vince this week. I've been speaking to him this week. There we go. From yes, correct. Soccer yeah. Cards Rock. Yeah, Soccer Vince Cards Rock. Had the book. had he was on the show Soccer Card Collective. He was held on the on the double coverage network, and they chatted about this a year ago, right? Or even more that there was literally a syndicate out there of people printing off old. Uh, Messi stickers, uh, Ronaldo stickers, uh, also Messi cards, Ronaldo cards, and grading them through. At the time, it was BGS, right? It's gave, gotten even more elaborate 
that they're going now through PSA. And it's it's a whole bunch of fake slabs, fake cards, um, you know, card fake cards that got authenticated by BGS and graded. And then, you know, uh, people have noticed the community that they're actually fake because how they can tell is when, when these cards, you know, when they – when a whole when a bunch of them get graded and they've got new certifications and you can check out when they were certified or when they were graded and then they hit an auction house pretty much you know straight away there's go something's a bit fishy here and and you know the, the community is amazing that they're able to identify these fakes in cards and if you if you know these people out there that are trying to dupe others it's just you know disgraceful and and the sad thing is that all the big auction houses take no responsibility when they go on their platform and they sell it to someone and someone gets it and realizes it's not fake and they go, well, it's not real. Well, it is real because it's been authenticated by BGS. Go speak to BGS. They they gave the guarantee. You go to BGS, well, in their terms and conditions, they got no guarantee. In PSA's terms and conditions, they got a guarantee, but it's only up to $150,000. So should your card be more than worth than $150,000, you can only get that amount back. And as a customer, you can only claim that back twice. So, you know, once you've claimed it back twice, if you've been duped twice with fake cards in PSA slabs, after that, you're left on a whim and you can't claim any more. Um, so there's pretty, pretty lackadaisical steps taken by these, first of all, these grading companies. We know the, we know the absolute crookedness that's going on down at Golden because Uncle Kenny's got a nine-figure bank account and doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. So he, he couldn't care. He's still lying in his pockets. I mean, he's got a fucking Netflix show. I wouldn't say he's the best representation of the freaking hobby and they've given him a Netflix show, this slimy bastard, right? Then, second, right, you've got... Uh, oh, now I've lost my train of thought, right? you got that. you got PWCC. We know, you know, what they've done in the past and, and things. I mean... We'll say what we say about them. They're involved. They've had ones on their platform, taken them down. You know, people identify that they're fake. Then they get other ones on their platform. They notify those ones are fakes here. They don't want to believe it. They sell it, get sold. They make their commission. I've got other ones going through Probstein auctions on eBay. Obviously, we know, you know, old mate there, Rick Probstein, uh, look into his history. I think if you can do a bit of Google search, you might find a few things. But he ain't the... He ain't the, you know, the cleanest, the cleanest tool, you know, he ain't the cleanest spanner in the shed. Uh, let me tell you that. He's had a bit of oil on him. So, you know, a bit of things going on there. And then, you know, other other platforms as well, Heritage, they've missed some. And they take no accountability because they're in their terms and conditions. They don't give a fuck. You know, they got, well, well they're authenticated. You know, it's BGS's problem. It's PSA's problem. Um, you know, PSA's then doesn't take accountability. Uh, BGS doesn't take accountability. And it's just a big pointer thing, you know, pointer thing in game. And, you know, unfortunately, the collector who's paid, at, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for these rookie cards of Messi and Ronaldo or stickers get absolutely rorted. It's a disgrace. And it's go, it just goes to show why you need to be weary in this space. I mean, if you are going to go, I mean, that's why I just... I it's just with everything. And then you've got companies, you've got companies like BBCE that authenticate things and they haven't even oh. got an authentic authentic guarantee. And people yeah, trust them. And, oh, and well, you know what the best, the best line that pretty much came out of Dan Dan's mouth when we interviewed him? And this was almost like, I'm not going to put... It's not an actual thing. I'm putting air quotes up, all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, because I'm not saying it's his guarantee, but we pretty much got a Dan the Car Man guarantee 
that when we spoke about two a year and a half or well January two years ago, not this year, the year before January twenty two, when we said that when those B, when the BBC packs of Pokemon cards got sent from them to PSA to get slabbed, those packs that people were buying for exorbitant amount of prices, Dan gave his, in quotation marks, Dan the card man guarantee that there would definitely be some of those packs with fake cards in them. G.I. Joe cards in there or all base cards in there, no hollow you know, card in there or resealed packs. And There's no... He said... Like pretty much, there's no doubt that that, and we said the same thing. I mean, we what did we go through? We went through all the base set packs that had been graded, all the neo fossil. packs that had been graded. Fossil, we accounted mm. for it. There was like twelve at the time, maybe nearly twelve out of three or four sets we looked at. There was nearly close to ten thousand graded packs or eleven thousand graded packs. How many of those are fucking resealed? And then slabbed under a PSA slab, and you think you have got a you know a two thousand Neo Fossil freaking Pokemon pack, you know original Pokemon pack. Should you crack that slab and open that pack? Which you will one day because you will because you you save it for some special occasion for the nostalgia moment, and you'll open it and you'll be freaking sorely disappointed because you'll be like, oh, I spent ten grand on GI Joe cards in there. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously. The way that shit's regulated, man, is just disgraceful. Well, there is no moment. regulation. I need it. To, you know, it, it, there is no regulation in this space, and and that's why people get away with this stuff, and and that's why these companies get away with this stuff. There's, you know, they put if 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 PSA's work was so, you know, unbelievable, and you know, arms and legs above the rest, why don't they? Aren't, why aren't they so happy to take up their guarantee? Why isn't it so easy to get onto them when you have an issue with something with their slabs? It's not easy. If you go speak to people out there, they make it pretty difficult for you. Their customer service ain't the best, right? It's not a straightforward step. Yeah, so you've it, just spent a hundred grand. You've given a hundred grand for this Ronaldo rookie card. Let's just say, for example, let's just not even go that. Let's just say, you say you're an average Joe collector. You've saved this Ronaldo rookie card. It's a grail card of yours. You've got a shit grade. It's 10 grand. Right, ten grand. That's just a lot of money for this person. Not that I think you, you know. I mean, if you're buying a ten grand card, I'll be honest with you, you probably should. I would say, maybe have two hundred k minimum in the bank. Oh, that's what I would say. That's just as a, a ballpark figure, right? I wouldn't be going spending ten grand of my own money when I've only got thirty grand in the bank. That's just fucking stupidity, especially on a fucking card, right? But ten grand. He buys the card. He's a bit of a lemon. He's only got 30 grand in the bank, but so he spends 10 grand on this Ronaldo um, card or rookie. Uh, turns out to be fake. He goes back to Golden. Uncle Kenny says, Kenny boy, you've uh, you've listed a fake Ronaldo sticker uh, in a BGS slab on there. I've found out it's fake. Uh, I can verify that it's fake. You know, this guy has been doing this and that. He's actually the guy that submitted the card. He's been found out in the past to be submitting fake ones to BGS. He's then got his, his his cousin to send it. And this is his cousin. Look, they're friends on Facebook. Da, 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 da. And he's done his little research. Right? Uncle Kenny goes, mate, it's authenticated by BGS. Go speak to them about it. Right? It's not my fault. Right? It's in a BGS slab. I looked up the cert. The cert's legit. What do you want me to do? So he goes to BGS. BGS goes, well, terms and conditions, mate. Well, there's no guarantee, you know, if something slips through the cracks, there's nothing we can really do, mate. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's that's just the case. 
So what the fuck is Beckett as a company or these PSA as a company doing? Like, what's their job in this? Hey, when all else fails, though, source, all right, for that poor guy, 10 grand for 30, well, with 30,000 in his bank account, he's now got 20 grand left. When all else fails, he's got an asset source. The bank doesn't know if it's real. So you can go to the bank and say, I want to take a loan for 100 grand on this card, all right? And he's like, oh, I'm going to fool these guys just like Ken and BGS have done to me or PSA. And then the bank will turn around and go, you're a fucking fool because it's a piece of cardboard. And you know what we'll give, give give you money for, for the plastic and the cardboard? 75 cents, you peanut. And they'll laugh you out of the bank. That's how good your asset is. As worthless as a lollipop stick. Yes. So just be mindful, ladies and gentlemen, that when, you, when you're going into this space, and should it be these things? I don't know. Do your research. If you're fucking unsure, especially if you're going to spend that sort of money, even even me, mate, even when I'm you know, at the point where I had a deal there, there was a guy in America, you know, he, had, he had about 150, 200 followers. He just started his Instagram. He followed a bunch of kids. I followed him back, seen him posting this and that. He was posting cards, you know. Then he started running a sale for all the cards that he posted, and he messaged me saying he's getting out of, you know, the hobby, this and that. Anyway, offered many of these cards, and really good price, right? Really good price. Probably one of those situations where you go, this seems a bit too good to be true. And it was like he was begging me to buy the cards. And he, he was like, oh, I've got a situation, family situation. I need to liquidate my cards. I don't want to tell you about it. Give me some elaborate story. Red flag straight away, right? Didn't want to accept PayPal, goods and services, red flag. Venmo, Zeely only, yep. PayPal, FNF, yep. Red flag, red flag. Too good to be true, run away. Run away, all right? That's what I say, and be careful because, unfortunately, and we've told you this many a time on this show, right, because there is a lot of money involved, there will be scams out there to scam people out of their hard-earned dollars. And it's sad to see, but unfortunately, a scam of this magnitude, and they've tracked this, that it could be, in essence, upwards of a million dollars because he was putting these into auction houses at the height of the market. You know, when some of these, you know, when lemons out there were paying, you know, excess of a hundred thousand, 150,000 for some of these cards that are now worth fraction of the price. Right. And I don't know if they're ever going to get back to those prices. I don't, are I don't, they, I don't are think they on, so. Maybe some of them even on a fractional company or oh, wait, they don't even exist anymore. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Maybe yeah. they, maybe they were the ones buying up all these, uh, these fractional companies and, and then trying to fractionize it down to the, to the average Joe and, you know, take their money as well. Who, who would have thought that would happen? Who would have thought that? Yeah. Card hour, lemons. Yes, they are lemons. Welcome, Vincent. We, uh, you, you did, man. you, you spoke about it on the show, the, the, the fake BGS. Um, you know, Ronaldo stickers, Messi stickers, cards that were going through BGS at the time. And it's now found out that PSA has graded fake ones as well. And I'm not sure if any other grading companies are involved. I'm not sure. I'm not going to speak. I do know that those two are. Um, they've gone on to be sold through auction houses. It's pretty crazy. It's a pretty crazy scam. Um, and it's sad, man. It's sad. But people need to know about this shit. And it's what it's good, you know, that, you know, you've got people out there speaking about it, like us, uh, like Dan, like, you know, Sports Card Radio and Rahul, AIH, and a whole bunch of it. I mean, it's good because then hopefully people steer away from that type of shit. I mean, I'm at the point where I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go, those cards that are being due. Oh, 
I think okay. Saucy's frozen. No, he's back. Lag. I think he's lagged. He's lagged out here. Anyway, I'm gonna. I said I wouldn't off. even. I wouldn't. I wouldn't right. even want to go collect them. I wouldn't there even want to go collect them. I wouldn't even want to go collect that set or that player or that 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 not that player but that card exactly or sticker because you couldn't get duped. There'd be 100%. nothing worse than spending ten grand on a fucking fake sticker. Imagine that. I know. I know. <laughs> Matt says frozen saucy, and uh, Jay I'm says angry that they had to freeze me to cool me down. And Jay said. All this garbage is as much of an asset as a tin of pal dog food. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna we're done and dusted with our rants. We're just gonna a couple more things. We got uh, Saucy still on dollar. Pay your bill, son. Says Jay. All right. No, I'm just really far from some, the modem where I am. We'll get some recent pickup source. Uh, have you got anything? No, I haven't got anything, but go check out my PSG sub uh, reveal on YouTube. If you haven't seen the video, go check it out. Um, bit of a funny one in there. You did so, a good job with uh, that. I was pissing yeah. myself off. Uh, did you like it? You like my that's editing it. skills? Yeah, that fucking took me a while. So you should appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen, because that that motion that I had to put on it, it actually took me quite a while. It was, I actually had to watch. I had to. Who would have thought, you know, you could teach yourself how to do that stuff when you type it into YouTube? How do you do this? And I taught myself how to do that. Put those little uh, smiley faces over those uh, nice bosoms that old Tara King got. So. <laughs> just go. Oh, check we, can't say, we can't say just that. Just go check it out. Go check just it out. Check it. It's very funny. Maddie, That's my Tony, pickups. That's my pickups of the week. Maddie Saucy will send it to you. Don't stress. You put it in cardboard chat for you. You'll make it. You'll make your day. All right. My recent pickups. I bought five packets of Footy Stars. My first five packets. Um, Going into it, I was a bit excited, Sauce, because I opened my first three packs and I, I got nothing. Hang on. All right. You up well, I did here. get something. I got the worst insert of all time. They're rubbish. Mascot invert, insert. Get rid yeah. of that. That's gone. Get rid of that. Yep. See ya. Don't want that. You like yours or bent yours. No offense to Aaron Norton. I just don't like the card. But I hit the box hit <laughs> Sauce in the fourth pack. So, as we said, when Saucy opened his pack and he hit the Brownlow predictor, when you go back to that news agent, you don't buy from that box again. Just wait till there's a freshie for the next time. Or just go to another news agent till uh, you think it's it's finished, it's run out. But I hit a Brad Close classified, 87 of 365. So that'll go up. Not bad. Numbered card. And then this one here, this is just the one in six pack that I got and... Just the odds of me hitting this guy in my first five packs, I, I had to celebrate, mate. And yeah, I know it's just an essential and it's a, it's a common card, but there it is, mate. The LDU. Yeah, I mean, you hit your favorite player, though. Yeah, yeah LD Sue, as we like to call him on this show, the LD Sue. David Zuniak. He's injured Absolute at the moment. Which is unfortunate, but that's that's it for me at the moment, Source. Um you know, it's always a good fun rip, as we always say, footy stars. Uh, Maddie says, I wouldn't even know how to edit like you did on that last card. <laughs> Took you a while to just glance at the card for a while. <laughs> yeah, I might have got I might have got stuck there, Adam, glancing a bit, a bit too much, mate. also says he has that double coverage Buffon and, De- Buffon and Dybala patch. 
Yeah, well, he knows I'm collecting them, so I've got to get it off him. Um, I'm okay. the hardest one. All the others I can get. All the others are really obtainable. The one that's going to literally make my bum bleed money is the Messi and Iniesta dual patch. That there's only one on eBay, and the lemon wants nearly five hundred bucks for it. You can get absolutely stuffed. Cat says thanks for the shout out. Chlorine smell killer is a new thing for us. <laughs> Love it. Uh. Last but not least, Sauce, you know, there's one person in this hobby that I've missed, all right? I've missed. And this person, just randomly, it just came to my mind, all right, because the great Lamont blocked us. Yes. Sack card blocked us. PWCC blocked us. But it was... The blocking that got me thinking, car porn blocked us. And why did car porn block us? Because this guy's gone a bit quiet. The last time I saw him, he was r- ripping boxes of NHL. Uh, is it the cup? Yeah, the cup on yeah. a on a on a yacht with uh, Chase, little pool man, and that's shine. I, I I haven't seen him. I have not seen him, and I. I'm just concerned. Is he in the hobby? Is he out? I don't know, Sauce. So I don't know well, if you've seen Tom him up. recently. I don't know if you've seen him recently. <laughs> I have I have seen him. I have seen him. Funny enough, I was scrolling through the socials the other day <laughs> and I, I seen this Instagram page comment on someone's photo. And it says, Shoe Shine Bob. I said, What the hell? And it has a picture of Shine as the as the icon. I said, Who the hell is yeah. this? So I've gone to I've gone to um the page. click on it, the page, and you wouldn't believe what has come up. Shoe shine bob. Right? Now obviously it's not shine, and it's obviously a burner. <laughs> but I've looked this up on that website as well. This is legit. The bloke has traffic offenses for drugs. Old mate Shiny Boy, he's been locked up one or two times. He definitely ain't squeaky clean. No wonder why he and Uncle Kenny are in business. Hang on. Matthew Allen. There you go. His name's not Sean. His name's Matthew Allen. (laughs) This can't be real. You actually found (laughs) this on the... Did you actually (laughs) look Someone's dedicated a page. Someone's trying to expose old mate Shiny Boy. Keep going down. What else is there? It's got his hometown, where he's from. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's got the picture here. There he is. There's his mugshot. It, it looks. Does, <laughs> it does. It looks like Jono at Cosmic Cards. It does look like Jono. It actually does. <laughs> so I understand where he's got all that money to buy them Lucas now from. He's had a few drug traffic offences. It's either, yeah, he's, it's either he's 200 pounds of cannabis, another 200 oh. pounds of cannabis, conspiracy to drug traffic offenses in 2006. It's either he's got that, he's got the money to buy the Luca, or he's washed the money while buying the Luca. Oh, it sounds more like it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Shoe Shine Bob. Go have a look at it yourself. What's this? It's the most random. It's the most random thing I've ever seen. Do the crime. Do the crime. Do the time. 
can't do this. This is too good. Oh, so someone, line, someone ain't happy. White line fever. The Pokemon games guy. What's yeah, his what's name? his name? Freaking, oh, freaking that guy. Guru Collectibles. Guru <laughs> Lemon. Would you rather have $10,000 or a Blastoise? <laughs> videos where is he the guy he's, hey, he's, doing, he's, he's just doing, a grifter he's mate he's just a grifter that was just trying to extort people with cards mate <laughs> he, oh <he's>, wow <laughs> shoot sean bob where, where do you find this shit i found it in the comments mate this was <laughs> late night time. i'm sitting in bed do scrolling instagram do the time do the crime it is the greatest i had to make note of it i wrote it i, I wrote it down I didn't want to follow it because I don't know who it is. And it's obviously someone who's not happy with Shiny Boy. Uh, What's his and name? His collection. What's his name? I don't know. It's fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> but it makes sense why his collection's so good now, Doma. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He hasn't got freaking hot boxes. He's got hot plates. It's just unbelievable. 200 oh. grams traffic offense. 200 oh. grams of cocaine. Oh, my Not bad. God. Oh, 28 ounces. I don't know if it says that. It says 28U slash 200 grams cocaine. To the time, to the crime. Unbelievable. Oh, there you go. Anyway. I mean, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was funny. We knew that would be funny. When I seen it and I showed Tom, like, he was in hysterics like that. And I think he's got, he's got a can. I can't. I can't. funny, isn't it? Anyway, if we can find any more of these, there's someone out there that has that has too much time on their hands. Let me just tell you, if we can find any more of these, or if you find any of them, please send them through. I would love to go through these on the show and just piss myself laughing. It is the best. It's like it's a it's Kevin Durant. It's the Kevin Durant of the hobby. It's the Kevin Durant of the hobby. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh. On that note, I'm Dom with the great man Sauce and Shoeshine Bob. <laughs> Keeps moving, loving, and breathing sport. It's double coverage. Okay. <laughs> Peace out, ladies and gents. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking all spots. Double curve.